the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. I'm excited about our topic today. It is called Leaving a Legacy. We are joined by Pastor Paul Palmer from the Dream Center here in Atlanta, and he's going to share with you what he feels it really means to leave a legacy to your family. You don't want to miss this. There's God's way, and then there's the world's way. And so we want to share God's way here on The Christian View. Don't go away. With everyone in the world with their own view, God has a view. And, and that's what the show is all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Empowering and inspiring. Right to develop a heart, a kingdom mindset, you know. Because God does have a view. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons. The Christian View. Welcome to The Christian View. Thank you at home for having us in your home. Thank you for those um, listening by radio or podcast. This is The Christian View, and we take today's hot topics and challenging topics and weigh it against the Word of God because God does have a view. And I just believe now more than ever there's an urgency to get God's Word out to the ends of the earth. And so we're just thankful that the Lord allows us to be His voice in such a time as this. Um, I want to introduce my co-host today. I have the beautiful Trudy Davis. Thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams and Amy Sutherland, thank you for being here. Check out their ministries. They are doing amazing things for the kingdom in addition to being part of the Christian view. Um, Today's topic is on leaving a legacy. You know, just like death and taxes, we're going to leave a legacy. One way or another, good or bad, we are going to leave a legacy. And I really believe that we need to be intentional. We're going to talk about later how we can be intentional. But Lee, let's first talk about, you know, Proverbs um, 13, 22 says, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children. How can we, or what is the biblical meaning of legacy and how do we how do we do that biblically i think um the biblical meaning of it is that we are to make sure that whatever we um leave our children passes on from generation to generation and it was god was so um he was so to me direct when he stated and he would always speak to the old prophets and our forefathers and saying you shall teach your children and their children's children so this was something where he meant for it to continue to go on and on and i think a a lot of times we stress value so much. I know the inheritance, we think of it just in the monetary concepts, right. but it was more to keep that reverence of God, mm-hmm. worshiping the Lord their God and not to forsake him, but to make sure that we stay on task with him right. and that, you know, for me... Is foundation and also giving those embraces of this is where we go. This is who you go to. This is who you lean on Mm -hmm. when times are hard. I know my grandmother, um, she was not a wealthy woman, but she left us such a strong um, legacy. You know, when um, we, you know, in the psychology field, Eric Erickson says our legacy is the thing that survives you beyond the grave. So my grandmother, you know, to me, even now, people always remember her as a strong prayer warrior and a woman of faith and a woman of God. And it just continued on. And there was like this expectation 
of all of her children right. and grandchildren that we would continue in that same path. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I was listening to a pastor the, the other day, Amy, and and he was kind of distrained. Dis, is that how you say it? From his from his dad, mm. and his dad had been an alcoholic. And when his dad yeah. was dying, he said, "He goes, son, I want you to know that this is not the legacy I want to leave for you. Right. You have the power and the choice yes. to create a different legacy, to create a different future for your children." And the pastor just said that just meant the world to him because he knew his dad struggled so hard and he couldn't break it. But what his dad gave him was hope that he could break the generational um, curse of, of, yes. of alcoholism, of addiction. Yeah. And so, again, we're going we're gonna to leave a legacy one way or the other, yes. good or bad. So Absolutely. Yeah. That's so good. And, you know, alcoholism runs in, in my family on one of the sides. And that was a decision that I had to make as an yes. adult and say, you know, it, especially in our modern-day society, even in the Christian world, there's many people that drink. And that's not the discussion for today. But what I had to do was draw the line in the sand and say, this isn't going to be a part of my seed right. and spiritually or in the natural. And so you have to draw the line, like the story that you shared. Right. right. And the, the dad knowing, I want to leave something better for my son. Mm-hmm. I want yes. him to know that there is hope. Even though I couldn't grab hold to it, there is still hope. Yes. And yeah. you have two children that you've left a beautiful, you know, you haven't left the world yet, but you're leaving a beautiful legacy as you write your story. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I, I feel that is such an important task that we've been given. You know, our time here on earth is so brief. Yes. And yes. whether we have children or whether we don't, we are going to leave behind something right. of the way we made people feel when yes. we were with them, what we, how we invested into mm-hmm. their lives. And so I think that we need to take the moment to say, what is that message? What Mm -hmm. is it that we want? How do we want to be remembered? How do we want people to remember us? And to your point about my children, and I I encourage single moms to, I feel like that sometimes people think that, you know, to leave a family legacy, Mm -hmm. you've got to be an intact family and do all of these things together and vacation and all of that. But it's really not about that. It's about being consistent. It's about knowing your values and knowing that even when it's not fun and it's not popular among your children, to stick Right, those values. And I just recently celebrated a birthday and both my children, I mean, they made it such a special occasion and it really wasn't about necessarily, even though it was a beautiful place we went to, but it was just how they treated me and how they honored me. Mm-hmm. And I saw, it says that a legacy is seeds you plant in a garden that you won't ever see. Right. But I, I think you can. You can. In, God, in yes. God's grace, you will see those seeds come back yes. to you and in this lifetime. I think so. And I think so. And leave, you know, starting it young, starting it yeah. early, you know, even just writing yeah. out, you know, Single or not single, married, right. you know, your, your, your mission yes. statement, what you really want to leave behind and then start taking those steps to see it come into fruition. Because it does say without a vision, the people yes. perish. And I think we need to have yeah. a vision of what do we want to leave behind. And, you know, scripture talks about um, don't store up your, for yourself treasure, material treasures, yes. you know, where moths can come in and thieves can steal. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we lose our focus. We, yes, we we're do. looking for the, the bigger house, the next car, the new promotion, and we forget. Most definitely. Yes. The most important. I think, too, as you were stating, it made me, you know, 
reflect back on how powerful the storytelling was. Yes. You know how my grandmother would tell us about mm-hmm. things and we'd have that family time to share things, you know, that of value that yes. you can pass on to the next generations. People don't do a lot of family reunions. Right. There's not a lot chronicled, you know, like you were saying, mm-hmm. so they can really pass on things that have that true meaning. Right, because right. Because the legacy, you know, it has meaning with it, it as well. It has meaning with it. We'll be right back with a great interview here at The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to The Christian View. We're talking today about leaving a biblical legacy. When I was thinking and praying about this topic, I couldn't think of anyone else I'd rather have other than my dad than Pastor Paul. And so I'm so excited that you are joining us today, Pastor Paul. I am so excited. I really love this topic. It's a, it's a great topic. Yes. And you are leaving a legacy throughout, you know, I just want to say the world, you know, a lot in Atlanta, but all over the place. And it started how many years ago? Well, it really started back in California, probably okay. 1979. But uh, here in Atlanta, for, since 2003 is where we really begun to uh, build a new legacy. And you are visiting your grandbaby in Atlanta. Yes. And you saw a homeless person on the church, at, on the church steps. Yes. And at that moment, you knew that you needed to move your family. How many kids did you have at the time? At that time, we had 11 children. 11. Yeah. Move. And we still have 11 <laughs> children. <laughs> and how many grandchildren? 37. 37. Is that crazy? That is crazy. Yes. I mean, you're definitely touching so many lives. But at that moment, you decided to pick up your family, move to Atlanta, and you started the Atlanta Dream Center. Well, that is correct. And that, that picture of that man sleeping on that porch has been uh, tattooed into our minds, mm-hmm. uh, laying up against these two big wooden doors with a heavy chain and a lock. Right. And I thought, gosh, if the church is locking them out, Maybe there's something we could do a little differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you moved and you started a church. Started a church and a, a large outreach as yes. well. Yes. And so that was the Atlanta Dream Center. And I've been able to go with you on some occasions. And that has been a blast. It has been amazing. And the thing that I love about it, among many things, is that the homeless, they welcome you as if you're one of them. And you embrace them as if they're one of you. And they are. We are. The only thing is where we abode. Right. That's the only thing that separates. And, of course, an image that is painted in society right. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, recently you turned, you had a birthday. I did. Can I say how old? You may. Okay, so you recently turned 69. Correct. And you spent 69 days out on the streets. I wish I could do 69 days, 69 hours. Oh, 69 hours, sorry. 69 <laughs> hours out on the streets. Yes. So let's talk about that. Sure, I do that every year. It's okay. a fundraiser for our homeless ministry. Next year I'll do 70 hours. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it, this year, I've done it for years, many years. I used to ride a Harley across the states right. a fundraiser. I ran out of motorcycles because I gave them away every every time I did it. So this was a new fundraiser idea, and it has been a blast. This year was the best. Mm-hmm. Weather was great. I found a warehouse that was vacant right. that had running water in a oh, bathroom. That's good. That was, that was like the Hilton for, yes. a, for a homeless person. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a wonderful time. Led four people to Christ, sent two people home. It was and one healing on the street. Amen. It was just an amazing time. Let's talk about the healing on the street first. Yes, yeah. So this guy was uh, he was crippled up, bent, bent over, back right. hurting. Uh, I probably because he sleeps on the on the ground. Right, on the hard but, ground. Uh, he just he just says um, we asked him what can we do for him. You know, is there anything we can get him in a program? Mm-hmm. He was content on the street, and most homeless are. Right. But he said my back is just in pain, and so we just laid hands on him. Prayed in faith. You know, the Bible says in James, yes. if any are sick, you know. And so we laid hands on him, and he stood up straight. Amen. He started moving around, and uh, we had dinner with him last yes. night. We didn't feed him dinner. We actually ate dinner with mm-hmm. him last Out on the street? On the street, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We had some people bring some food out for us, and it was just a wonderful testimony. I mean, you truly are doing, you are the hands and feet of Jesus. And so 
in my mind. And so tell me, and I know that's a tall order, and I'm not putting you on a pedestal, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but what you do is, is so amazing. You're out there. You are leaving a legacy. So when I say the word legacy, what does that really mean to you? So I knew we were going to talk about this. Yes. So I did a little research. Okay. Right? Legacy is just really it's an inheritance. Mm-hmm. So I'm just leaving an inheritance of what we've done. But um, if I could jump ahead a little bit, Trudy, mm-hmm. uh, what I found is that God has left us a legacy. Yes. And uh, when he says things like, um, what I've done unto you, do unto others, mm-hmm. it's a legacy. He says, I have not given you the spirit of fear, which is a legacy we don't want. But right. he said, I, but I've given you a spirit of power, love, and sound mind. And so what we have done in, in my my life and Patty's life, we want to leave a legacy similar. We're not Jesus by no means. Right. There are no holes in our hands. No, no. no. But um, we want to do things that we can implement into their life that it just becomes natural to mm-hmm. them. Love the unlovely. Right. Speak to everybody. There's not an issue with race or things of that nature in our home. We have a mixed home, for one. Mm-hmm. And so... When we talk about legacy, Patty and I aren't leaving them a large, a large sum of money. If right. it was, they wouldn't get much yeah. with 37 grandkids. <laughs> right. But what we want to leave, and Billy Graham said it well. He said, an inheritance or a legacy isn't the money that you gathered or all the materialistic things in a lifetime, but it's leaving integrity and faith. And we want to have a good name. Mm-hmm. And a good name we cannot buy. Right. And that so that's so what true. Patty and I really want to leave. Just a good name for our children and our children's children. And I think you're doing that. Like, I, I follow you on social media. And whenever I see pictures, I mean, your whole family's together. And they're smiling. And you're having a great time. Yes. And so it's a family. It's a family. I'm not sure what word I'm looking for. But it's a family not business, but ministry. It's a family ministry. It's a fa- and we really like to call it life more than a ministry. Mm-hmm. It's just our life of what right. we do. And the children, even when they were young, we brought them up in it. Uh, mm-hmm. We had Hannah at 15 knocking on 101 doors in the hood every Saturday right. with some volunteers doing her, her doctor to block. And that was her block mm-hmm. with drug dealers. And uh, it, they just became part of the life rather than part of the ministry. I guess we call it ministry for the keepsake. But really the life of what ministers do on the street. Right. Yeah. And it's been it's been tremendous because now they're really on their own and they're growing, they're married and they're doing their own ministries, right. uh, missions overseas, starting churches, frontline ministry. It just goes on and on. And now frontline ministries, that's the new name for? Yes. The Atlanta Dream Center Outreach is now called Frontline okay. Response. The Atlanta Dream Center is still located downtown. Uh, the response has moved outside the city limits okay. and moved out into Decatur, doing a great job. And we stay downtown doing the same work. Okay. Yeah. If you could give one piece of advice to families who are listening who want to leave a godly legacy, what would you say? Uh, love well. Uh, be, be transparent and uh, tangible. Mm-hmm. Let people touch you. Mm, that's good. Uh-huh. You know, uh, we want to... Not leave our name engraved on a tombstone. We want to leave our name engraved on hearts. Amen. And the best way is to just be transparent and love well. Amen. I love that. Love well. And you know what? That, that was Christ's ministry. It he, was. He wasn't came it? to love. Yes. He came to love. And through love, we can heal the sick, set the captives free. Because that's what God has called us to do. Yes, he has. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Paul. Oh, thank you. This it's has always, been awesome. It's always great having you. We'll be right back with more here at The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Christian View. We've had a great discussion so far on what it means to leave a biblical legacy. We had a great interview with Pastor Paul. Check out his ministry, Frontline Response. Frontline Response. And Atlanta Dream Center. And Atlanta Dream Center. They're doing amazing things. And it's just, it's just 
wonderful to be a part and to see what other people are, are doing out there. Not everyone is called to this type of ministry or to leave that type of legacy. Your legacy will look different than everybody else's. But I think that when we can kind of watch what other people are doing and not just be so focused on us, it kind of helps us create more of an atmosphere of a legacy that we want to leave and do something different um, for our next generations, don't you think? Yes. And I think, um, you know, for me, Trudy, we need to talk about how to be intentional because sometimes if we're not intentional, we just let life happen and we wake up one day and we're like, wow, I really didn't leave a mark. And so how do we become more intentional about leaving a legacy? Well, Pastor Paul set me up perfectly and I appreciate it and I do appreciate everything you do. And so one thing that I think is really important and it's really simple is you think of the principle called the tombstone principle. Mm. And Pastor Paul had said that you don't want what's on your tombstone there. You want it etched on the hearts of people, but you have to start somewhere. And so the tombstone principle simply says you look at your life and your role models and you say, how do I want to be remembered? What would I want said at my funeral? If I could listen to my funeral or write it, how would I want it to be? And what is my legacy? Right. So when you take those things and you go through them and you say, this is who I feel God created me to be in prayer, obviously. Yes. And then you live it out day by day. And so I also want to say, so yes, that applies to our children and our family and those type of legacies we want to leave. But I feel as the Christian View host, I mean, we're leaving a legacy. We are leaving what we feel God called us to do. Right, right. And I also feel that, like, for my company, our our mission statement is encouraging and equipping individuals to reach their full potential. That's a legacy when you walk that out mm-hmm. and you speak it into people's lives. So, you know, it's the, what Habakkuk said, write the vision and make it plain. Right. I know a family that actually framed their family mm, values, and it's right at the front door, so every time the kids come in and out, they see the values. And it's not complicated. It's just who they think they are. Right. And I don't think it needs to be complicated. I think it just needs to be simple, Mm -hmm. right? I think sometimes in this world we complicate things way too much. And so we need to kind of just sit back and pray and... And have your tombstone have your, yes, yes, I think yeah. that is yes. so true. Uh-huh. You know, in the Old Testament, when I think of leaving an inheritance, I think of you know the blessing of the Old Testament, mm-hmm. the fathers of Abraham, Isaac, and mm-hmm. Jacob. And really the Lord said, you know, I'm blessing your seed so that you can occupy the land because Jesus came through that seed. So that seed needed to be blessed. Right. So now that Jesus has been revealed, our legacy is also planting those seeds yes. mm. so that Jesus will be revealed in the earth for years to come. Yes. And um, what I love also in the word in the Hebrew to an inheritance goes back to the first verse that we opened with um, is that it's not just monetary. It's to occupy. It's going yes. back to that word. We need to occupy the earth earth to distribute, to instate. The Lord gave us the territory and we need to take dominion. Wealth is not just money. It's a force. It's an army. It's a virtue. It's value and it's Mm -hmm. strength. I think so. And I think so often we get misguided Mm -hmm. into thinking, well, I'm going to leave my children all the money I can because that's what's going to be the most important thing. But that's not the most important thing because leaving money can actually be a hindrance more than it can be a help. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
if they don't value what you leave them and they don't understand the value or the significance of how you came into what you have. Right. Even like for me, you know, one of the greatest things for me is watching my daughters experience the faith. You know, a lot of times, you know, I've heard people say, oh, it's just, you know, it's important to have your family attend church with you. But I think it's for me, it's more important that they're involved in ministry. They understand my faith. And now I'm seeing that translated into them. And that gives me great value mm-hmm. to know that regardless of where I am or if I'm here or if I'm gone on, they understand how to get to God. They understand the value of keeping right. faith and believing and trusting God. And that'll go on for years and years and years. So that lets me know their their future is secure right. as far as I'm concerned, because as they can get to God, then everything they need will be supplied. Amen. And I say that to Jonathan often. I'm like, Jonathan, your relationship with the Lord is the most important thing in your life. And he'll go, oh, mom, you already said that to me. And I was like, well, well, Jonathan, I need to make sure because one day I'm not going to be here. One day yes. you're going to be off to college or, you know, and I want to make sure that you know what first thing first is. Yes. You've got to keep Father God first in your life, daily devotionals, reading. And I don't want to be legalistic, but I want him to know yes. that that's the most important it thing it's, in your life. I'm sorry. It's creating good habits. Yes. Yes. Part of the legacy is the habits that you're doing now. Earlier, weren't you saying that, that it's caught that yes. values are caught, mm-hmm. not taught. So that's leaving habits, doing good habits now. Because how often do you hear people say, oh, that's a bad habit. I got that from my dad. Right. Right. My grandma. It was generational <laughs> passed down. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So we need to create good habits yeah. as part of le- leaving mm-hmm. a good legacy. Yeah. You know, like Pastor Paul said, just love well. Right. And I've been with him and he really does, does. do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I love the saying that says, you know, people won't remember what you said, but they'll remember how yeah. you made them yeah. feel. Yeah. Yes. And I have seen how you make people feel. And I think that's really the goal for all of us right. is to make sure we leave people feeling yes. Jesus. Yeah. Right. Really, that's so the goal. true. I think when you asked me earlier, if I wanted to share something, mm-hmm. how would I share about leaving a legacy? Right. That you're writing your legacy every day. Yes. We're writing it yes. today. Yes. And it hasn't mm-hmm. finished, and it's not going to finish until hopefully generations down the road. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to remember things that we forgot that we taught our children yes. and our children's children. So remember yeah. that today we're actually writing our legacy. Choose mm-hmm. well. Yes, yeah. Yeah. definitely choose yeah. well. Because we have, you know, again, life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yes. We, yes. Have what we, we have what we speak. We have what we believe. Yes. And I do think loving well, and you do that so well. I think everybody up here does. They lo- yes. We love well. And it's because we, we know, first and foremost, who the, our Father is. And yes. we know that we are loved completely. And it's not about us. You know, we had another segment earlier talking about why is it so hard to say, Hi, I'm Trudy. I'm the righteousness of Christ, you know, but it, it's loving, loving ourselves, knowing that we're loved by the Father so that we can go out mm-hmm. and love well, knowing that it's not truly about us. It's about yeah. bringing people into the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. And if we have children, we want them to feel yes. loved well right. and yes. respected for the right things. Yes. We had a little tradition at our house called the king plate, and it was this really neat red plate and it had a chariot and a king on it. And so when my children would do something that was a character trait accomplishment, not necessarily, you know, something that the world would say, but something that I saw that really exhibited character. They would get the king plate that night and they still talk about that today. You know, so you make it all separate. So that's a great tip for moms Mm -hmm. and dads just to do. Um, It makes the kids really understand the value of character. Amen. I love love that. that. I love that. We'll be right back with more on the Christian view and how you can leave a godly biblical inheritance. Stay with us. 
discussion today on how you can leave a godly inheritance. You know, we've talked before that it's it's caught, not taught. And people are watching. Let's be the love that Jesus created us to be. Let's walk in love. Let's minister to other people knowing that Father God loves us and He loves you. Have a great day and thanks for tuning in to The Christian View. We'll see you next time. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.